Hello everyone and welcome back to TBO. On today's episode, we're doing what was it again? <laughs> <laughs> the sequel of Controversial Opinions 2. Well, that's pretty controversial, Dan. I I would disagree. And that may be a controversial disagreement. Okay. Well done. Thank you, thank you. So, shall we get straight into this? Yes. And we're going to start off with, I think, is a fairly recent one. Netflix cracking down on password sharing is reasonable. Well, yeah, but it's still stupid. 10,000 million households are using and getting value out of the subscription for the service for free that is intended to be paid for. Netflix has turned to a blind eye for this for over a decade and has been super chill. Netflix and chill. Yeah. <laughs> and it also like I'm I'm not gonna I'm just gonna say it. they have a tiered subscription where you can have multiple people, so you're gonna have to share a password at some stage. So you can't get all high and mighty that if people are paying for the lower one and then sharing it, then you're gonna run into problems because you're gonna even watch on one screen at one time. But they have a subscription, they have a tier that is for four people at one time, so you're gonna be able to share passwords. So if they crack down on it, then you're gonna run into the problem of well, how many people. Like, the statistical likelihood that they're still pay, and they also keep increasing their prices, so... They do, and it is quite annoying at this point, because they're losing content, which means making their own. Yeah. Uh, I get it seems petty for a massive corporation to try and get existing subscribers to pay the additional households, or to block out third or fourth devices on an existing account. But this was inevitable. It costs billions and billions of dollars to produce content, purchase license- licensing rights, and host or distribute the platform. Not to mention their 10,000 plus high paid Silicon Valley employees and offices. Yeah. Netflix isn't a monopoly. There are cheap alternatives, streaming services, and source of content. YouTube is free. So is the ad version of Hulu. Netflix, for trying to recoup money from freeloading users or generous friends, isn't evil capitalism. And people bitching about it have just gotten so used to the fact they have gotten away for taking advantage. Look, I'd agree with that, but the also thing is that, um, essentially, Netflix is going to continuously run into the fact that it can't continue to grow subscribers. Yeah, so, the, the more money you make, right, or sorry, the, the more you charge, the less people will sub, sub onto it. Yeah. Look and at free-to-play more, games. <laughs> yeah. They're free, and they make the most money. <laughs> yeah, because people then pay what they want to do. So people taking advantage of the freeness of Netflix is also then potentially getting Netflix all of the views that they're getting on their content, which then they can show to um, what's it people and then promote like the uh, ad companies and all of the people who are doing the production and the comp like the studios and everything and going, Hey, look, we're getting million, like every red notice and, Sandman and all of these shows and things. Netflix is getting paid millions of by the shareholders to produce this shit. Yes, yeah, true. And like shareholders are stupid in the same sense because they want everything to continuously grow and never have any stagnant money because they want more money. So in one sense, I'm like, yeah, Netflix should probably, yeah, they but they keep increasing their prices anyway, so they're getting that money regardless people are still paying it but there meets a certain point where people aren't willing to pay past that so they'll just give it away and split the cost with friends just because it becomes too expensive yeah i just thought of you know something a bit best way of doing it that may not be so controversial where you can have a multi-tier approach but you can have the more expensive tier get the content immediately and have the lower tier just have it later on so most people would just have the lower tier but people who like me and you or other content people, or some people who just can't wait, will pay the most expensive one, and they can afford it, right? Yeah. So, you know, that way is more of a win-win. 
You know, it's a bit of a grumble. Be like, well, I think isn't Netflix doing that? They're starting to if they see that multiple people are looking on your account, they start suggesting that hey, look, multiple people are on your account. Here's a add-on that isn't as expensive as buying a whole new person's thing that you just get like a little extra, like maybe like two quid's worth of add-on. But it's like you said, right? You pay for four users. Yeah. If you pay for four users, you should be allowed to share your password. At least like make the most expensive option just a password sharing one. Yeah. Like crack down on if someone's giving their single account also that would be horrible because you would have to coordinate every time that you would be if you had a single person account and then you had multiple people using it you'd have to coordinate people would be knocking you off all the time i think people were just doing the four person thing and then just splitting the cost because what's the fucking point of having four account like four account accessible if you're not going to share it with people in your household and split the cost that's the whole point of why it exists (laughs) If Netflix does actually cancel, because that's, that's what I do, right? I have the four-person approach, and then I we pay each individual one. If Netflix does cancel it, I will probably just cancel Netflix. Yeah, probably. I'd probably do that with, if, well, I've said it before. If they ever cancel Arcane. <laughs> well, I, I would just Although buy it for I, that I one would, month. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll buy it to watch Arcane. Yeah. Cool. Bye. Watch Arcane. Just cancel it again. Yeah. All of a sudden, Netflix will lose so much money and will probably lose all of their content and will go under. Because people that's what people will do. People won't buy, pay for it. Yeah, people will just leave. Because <laughs> if they can't get it, then they just won't watch it and then they'll just pirate it, which is the one thing you don't want people to do. Moving on to our next unpopular opinion. Your child should know basic gun safety by the age of seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is an American. <laughs> yeah. So um, this person writes... If your kid doesn't know how to properly handle a firearm by the seven years old, then you did something wrong as a parent. You should not be able to put a loaded handgun on the table and your child should know not to point at anyone and should be able to check if it's loaded. And always treat a gun as loaded no matter if it's loaded or unloaded. That's basic safety. Always treat a firearm as if it was loaded. Double check to see if that is loaded every time you pick it up and... And it's someone. You should be able to trust a child with a handgun and keep them supervised at all times. And keep your guns to save people. Unpopular opinion, but that's why it's here. If you live in America, or any other countries where guns are legal, teach them gun safety. Or, you know, don't have guns accessible to children. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe don't build your whole personality around a gun that you're like, yeah, I'm gonna... Why are you leaving a handgun on the table? That is... It's the big question there. You're not, you're meant to, if you, if, like, I'm pretty sure, aren't you meant to have your guns stored in a, like, gun safe? In the UK, like, yes. In in America, they probably don't care. No, I'm pretty sure in America. You probably are supposed to, but I'm, I'm sure most yeah. don't. Like, you're, I'm pretty sure if you have a gun, you're meant to keep it in a gun safe until it's needed or you're actually using it for the activity that it's, in que- like, uh, required for. Um, school shootings, if you're an American. That's the only thing it's useful for. The, the school shooting Las Olympics, Vegas right? Shootings yeah. Or any any sort of mass shooting where innocent people were. Um, all I'm just thinking about is that uh, the Ezra Miller thing was that apparently one of the reports was a baby using, like, was just putting a gun in its mouth, I think, <laughs> was one of the reports <laughs> on his farmstead. And I was just like, huh. I am not surprised. Fl- yeah. Apparently there was, or, or it was like loaded like bullets were just lying around on all over the place and the baby was like sucking on them or something and it was just like 
Huh. Yeah, no. Look, no child should have to know how to fire a gun, and no child should have to experience a gun being fired near them. <laughs> it's so messed up. America's just a messed up country, let's be honest. Um, oh, well. We can't do anything. It's falling apart. Hopefully they'll just all shoot each other in the face. <laughs> just implode in controversial one big... Opi- controversial opinion. America, not as great as America thinks it is. No, no. It's, it, uh, that, I think that's controversial. I'm pretty sure that's very... Only in America. <laughs> no, I think a lot of Americans. A yeah, lot I mean, of Americans now America, agree to that. Yeah. Here's another one. Cars are one of the worst inventions in modern history. No. The methodology that we used to build cars was the worst. They contribute to the environmental damage and are responsible for mass death across the US and incentivize bad public infrastructure. Yeah, well... Uh, it's kind of difficult with the infrastructure one because technically it just allows like the way that they're built is kind of shitty because just sometimes they don't give a shit but the ones that like the issue wasn't that cars caused the problem is that we hadn't had cars before we built roads for a lot of it i would say ignoring a lot of the current issues there's two big issues i want to talk about that has happened in history number one is lead poisoning where cannot oh, yeah, remember the guy's name shit. yeah oh, okay. I, I, the guy put petrol with lead and then the governments didn't do anything for years about it and stuff yeah like and then loads of people had lead poisoning probably why there was people so much crime do. in the u.s as well there is a strong correlation towards lead poisoning and crime it's an pretty much exact match <laughs> yeah as it does peak so it's likely that that's what lead poisoning does it can create antisocial behavior yeah so that was a huge problem, but I won't say that's the car's fault. That's more the idiot. And another problem, once again, not so much to do with the car, is how America is laid out. For example, yeah. if you look at New York or any of these type of city places, they're not it's meant for group. pedestrians. No. They're meant for cars. <laughs> well, it's an industrial... It's like a... Because it's like the main city. It's like an industrial hub, so it's just trying to ship in and ship out stuff. Yes, and I think because it's not meant for people, it causes a hell of a lot more problems for like just getting around places. It causes huge traffic jams and stuff. Yeah. It's just not ideal. Well, the thing is, if you look at like um China, where they build these massive super highways with like 20 lanes, even they still experience... um. Uh, uh, what's it? It's traffic jams and stuff, but that's just because like you can't always predict how many people are going to be on the road at one point, and uh, like you can't like if they shut down some lanes and everyone's on the road, then massive traffic jams. It's just a country full of billions of people. So what we've learned here: cars on the problem. It's people. People who drive the cars are the problem. Well, yeah, like buses and shit. But if they actually kind of uh actually publicly funded buses and shit like that and made it like afford like like i'm not saying buses are like buses are shit let's just not let's people yeah yeah look i'm it's gonna sound controversial but lower class people tend to use public transport because they can't afford stuff that privatizes it and those people can be of unmental stability and or just lesser personal shit where they're like worse and they don't care because it's free or like less or it's old people and they have problems and they can't help it it's just like yeah it's mostly old people because they can't drive because they've had it taken away or that they're just not capable of it it's families who can't afford to buy a car because everything's so expensive like i'm not putting blame on anyone who can't afford a car but like the governments don't care about public 
transportation. Like, otherwise the trains would be better, the buses would be better, or they'd put more into it. Like, that's the reason public transport sucks. Yeah. Because even though... I want to make public transport. What pisses me off the most about buses is how many stops there are. Is there is an unreasonable number of stops on roads most of the time. For oh, yeah. example, the one bus that goes by my main road, it's a 10-minute walk from the start of the road to the end, and there's 10 different bus stops. You don't need that many. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't. Yeah. Like, three I, when maximum. I, well, the thing is, when I was going to college, um, essentially, the bus timetable was so shit because it was every two hours the bus would come. Yeah, to yeah. go to my college. And it would arrive... I would arrive at my college an hour before my st- stuff started. And it would arrive to go back, um, like, 30 minutes into my last class. So if right, I missed... Yeah. If, I, if I couldn't get out of that class 30 minutes before, I'd have to wait an hour and a half for the next bus. But the way my college was structured is I had a massive hour and a half in <sighs> between my lesson. So I was waiting around for so long. And yes, I could have used that time to... Like, study study but i did yeah use right. some of it you using like, time to study i use some of it but fuck it gets boring after a while when your whole like day the four to five times you go into college is just spent waiting around and you spend more time waiting around than actually studying anything yeah that is true and it's just boring and i had to get up at 6 a.m to get the correct bus and if i missed the bus and waited till the eight one i get an hour late for my lesson so that's the issue with like and it was just like it was a i think 10 minute no it was like 30 minute like less than 30 minute train drive train 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 journey but a train journey was 20 pound a day and a bus ticket was like two pound a day (laughs) so i ran like do i and i didn't have a job at the time so i was like and my parents refused to pay for my thing so i had to pay for everything myself and i was just like uh why yeah you just are like this is just this just annoying, right? You can't follow a car, can't do anything. Yep. That's why I don't like buses and shit, because they're just like the worst time frame ever. Because they're just not there's not enough of them to do constant routes, and if there's not enough people using them, why would they bother making That's why there's so many stalls, because they're like, Well, we need as many people to get on as possible. So Here we go. That's the controversy. Another one. Giving cash to homeless people is more helpful than food. Um wait, what? Why is why is giving money more helpful or less helpful? Giving cash to homeless people is much more helpful than food. Who gives homeless people food? So people say you should give homeless people food because they're probably starving. And they usually hold a sign saying, I need food. Most of the time. But the reason people yeah. do it is because there's a number of people who aren't homeless asking for cash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it's that's the reason begging. why. Yeah. But I also think, like, you don't know what that person wants for food. Like, I, the only thing I could suggest is if you want to do the best of both, offer to take them to where you buy their food. Yeah. Just take them off for a meal. Yeah. Just, and then you might get a hot date. Although there's a power dynamic there that's really not great. Yeah. <laughs> well, just you always begging. Subservient- well, no, it's more that there's the... You, I bought you food. Now you're, in, I'm entitled to fuck you if it's a woman. It's just like, no, that's not how it works. No, no, it's not. That, that's called simping. Um, or rape. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you if you're buying, on... if you are buying, just just for that reason, it, it is. Yeah, but it's also, I think, because it's the homeless people. People wouldn't care as much whether or not, like, it's terrible that people don't. But like, it would fall a lot more under the wayside of it if it happened. So, but then again, I don't, I don't know. 
just kind of I think I think if you're gonna do it, I think they should just have like stands where a bunch of homeless people can just all pitch in together and do like stuff like like services rather than just sitting. Like I know it like but work for it rather than begging. It'd be probably more beneficial. Like do car washes and stuff like that. Car washes. You want you want to pay yeah. them to wash your car? Why not? And yeah, to be to, to be fair, also, it's better value. And right? also, so. and also, if you set up like a shower there, they can have showers. Yeah, very true, very true. Like it's beneficial for everything. You can have like you can set up a shower that uses the water, and then you can use the fucking um like they can clean like you can set up a car wash, and then they're actually you're not begging for it. You're actually doing hard manual labor, and it's not like the most skilled job in the world that would require. But you would then also get like worker benefits and stuff like you could actually claim that you've done experience of stuff and you've actually worked rather than sitting like if the government actually gave them credentials if they like government funded programs like that for just small jobs and stuff like that just to give people employment technically that would probably work i don't know how much it would work work but like it could work just so that people aren't begging and it's like government actually fucking cares and sets up like temp job employments for people yeah yeah it's, things it's that a... aren't high skilled labor but like picking up like the government pays the homeless to help pick up the rubbish around the cities like they can go to a stand people can tip like if you set it up in the middle of london or something and then it's like a government funded service and people can tip and stuff for keeping the city clean like people would actually benefit from it like give them in Give them employment, basically, but like, like not take advantage of them, but like at least give them something that they could be doing instead of just begging for it. And then it will also hopefully deter the people who aren't legitimately homeless, because they could be like background checks and stuff like that. There's ways around it. Yeah, absolutely right. I think people a, want yeah. to give to homeless people. I think people just don't trust. That that's exactly it, sin. because yeah, there's so people many just people. Don't trust. Yeah, because with everything, if. There's a way to get free money. People will take it regardless of their circumstances. That's the issue. If someone just walks up to you and say, oh, can you let me money very quickly? Are you going to give them money? No. No, you don't, also, you don't trust them. There's, there was a thing in uh, when I was... So we went to London for a school theatre thing because we were doing drama and stuff. And we went to go see like the woman in black. And so we went to London. And one of the class people I was we were with um, got approached by a homeless person. And so they went to go give them money. And they took out like a tenner by like accident and the homeless person just grabbed it. And then a whole bunch of other homeless people started swarming and trying to get that person to give them money. Oh, really? And it was, yeah. And they so just literally, up. like every, everyone from our school literally had to kind of go and just kind of awkwardly say, no, 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 sorry. And try and get them into the theater because they were just being swarmed. And they were generally going to try and give them the money because <laughs> they felt bad. But like they shouldn't have to do that. <laughs> And they were like generally being like pressured by all these homeless people to try and give them money. Yeah, so it weird. was like a really weird situation. But it like I feel sorry for them, but it's also like you can't kind of swarm like a teenager. That's so weird for money. Here's another opinion: it is not healthy for spouses to take separate vacations slash trips. Um, depends, I guess. So there's an argument for I, and against. I wouldn't right. know. Like I, I wouldn't know. I've never been in a relationship long enough to go on a. No, but have you not trip. thought about it before? What going on a single trip or going on a going on, like so in the olden days? It, I said olden days, like it wasn't like thirty years ago. It was more expected for when you have a partner, you do everything together. You live together. You go on holidays together. You do everything together. Yeah. And so as modern relationships have 
discovered. A lot of people have sort of separate trips now. They get, they go abroad on top of their friends still. Even though they're still partners, they still go abroad living friends. I think that's just because people are busier, so it's harder to organize, like, trips wherever... Like, you've seen how contra- like difficult it is for us to just try to uh, yeah. a trip. Like, imagine trying to do a trip and then trying to get, like, couples or your friends, and if all your friends can go but your partner can't go and you still want to hang out with your friends, then you kind of have to go, well, look, I, I want to go or I just don't go. And yeah, then, and and then there's I, still the ego of like, oh, you're whipped because you're staying with your girlfriend, or you're, oh, you're like neglectful because you're going and hanging out with your friends. It's kind of like, well, it's just kind of how the world works, sadly. From my point of view, I think it's best to have a respectful attitude, so you you respect one another. But at the same time, if you see too much of somebody, you learn to hate them. Oh yeah, you can see all the flaws and everything. It's like this podcast, we've hated each other for years, and now we hate yeah. each other even more. Yeah, because <laughs> we do this podcast. We're now settling. We see each other twice a week. It's too much. It's too much of us. No, but seriously, if you wake up, literally do the same person every day, and you do everything with the other person, it can get tiresome. Yeah, you also get bored because you're just like, oh, it's the same routine, monotonous, and everything. And I, I'm so it's good to go separate. I strongly believe. Heart, uh, what's what's it, the thing? Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, that's true. That that is a thing, right? The less you see of somebody, the more you're attracted to. Yeah, it's the thing that if you can not see someone and still maintain such a good, healthy, like we love each other, like it's the first time we've met, sort of thing. And you can go years and you still feel that connection, then yeah, that's good. Yeah, there's also like... See each other every day, God. And sometimes you want to do different things. Yeah. For example, I like to... always have to have the same opinion. Yeah, I I like to play golf. I I would love to go for like weekend trips, playing golf courses, going abroad, just have a weekend away. If I have a partner who doesn't like golf, then what, am I supposed to just never do that? Yeah, and then there's also a compromise. You can then also, if your friend doesn't like golf maybe can go golf with you at some point or your partner doesn't like golf maybe you could do it one time together and see how it goes maybe they'd learn to enjoy golf yeah but that, that, that's that, that's an example right like if you like different yeah. things you should be allowed to like go do separate holidays yeah i don't understand the couples who have to watch like tv shows together yeah it's that like, always that always seems weird to me you have different tastes you can like things differently no 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 not that it's like they can't watch it like without watching it together like i know it's uh, an experience no i kind of like it is nice i don't know. To I'd, I'd, I'd just go oh I'll watch it all but then i'm happy to watch it again yeah so that's my logic right i will watch it once and i'll watch it again with someone else i'm happy to watch it all at once or with someone but if someone can't watch it all when i want to watch it then i'll just watch it and then when they want to watch it then i'll go watch it again my if someone movies. if someone asks me not to watch it then i, I won't watch it but my, my instinct would be just to watch it anyway yeah but i think people know that i just will go and watch it day one if it's a movie that I want to go watch and then they can't watch it with me so I'm just like because I'm uh, always going to go watch a movie day one if I can if yeah I well I know you're it. like yeah I yeah. think and, going back to something you previously said the reason I think that causes a problem is people being busy again you have to find a time when you've both got this hour available or these three hours available is not always possible nah like some most of the time we don't have three hours to talk to each other it weekly uh, in no. one sitting me and my best friend barely talk because we're both just doing our own thing <laughs> yeah so you the... you just cannot be i used to with my mum my a lot we used to watch everything together but not everything <laughs> that's a bit mad there used to be a set of shows we used to watch together like stranger things and that but we just can't do it i'm too busy now i can't always do it so i haven't seen, seen stranger things yet mm. this is a very very controversial one and tread lightly here okay so first of all 
I disagree with this, and I think Daniel disagrees with it anyway, but I'm going to read it anyway. Many modern day mon- mental health issues are heavily influenced by lack of discipline. Uh, it's very tread lightly here. <laughs> look, I'm not going to deny that I think I think most modern things are more because we've actually started to understand the human brain. Yes, um, and I think social media has made the biggest biggest problem mental health more than anything else. Yeah. I think also because we're getting, yeah, I think because we get access to far more like stuff and people are also finally actually understanding what mental health issues they have. Like I imagine it took quite a while for PTSD to get like kicked in. Um, So, I mean, it would just be kind of like kind of, I don't know. I think some of them are like self-made. Like some of them are so specific that it's kind of just like, okay, that's specific to you that like it is a mental health issue but it's not a common one or like one that's like everyone so i mean it's controversial to say that i I think it's more of a less um so i think what this person's trying to make is that it's more that mental health issues are self-inflicted i think that's what they're trying to state for example depression anxiety is caused by not taking enough breaks or consuming too much alcohol not eating healthy etc yeah but there is, I, I don't think that's true because there's, there's too much outside influence. For example, eating healthily, people getting depressed because they're overweight or something. That's just because of the social standards we have now, right? Would you not agree? Yeah. Would you not say like nowadays there is just this just social standard on everybody that like, you feel like you have to obey to this, like you feel like you have to look a certain way, you feel like you have to act a certain way in public. Yeah, I think like self body image is probably one that a lot of people now think like coming up with because you're now told how to what to wear what to dress what to what's the popular thing if you're not on tiktok and you're getting a million views that sort of thing the mental stress of that um i think depression is kind of one of those things that we don't fully understand yet and i think a lot of people self-diagnose themselves with it not fully understanding how like the levels like oh i'm sad i'm depressed no that's not really it Mo- i think most people just say that as like a jokey yeah. sort of thing most but i think some people believe it because like the problem with it is like every time you have a joke the further and further away it gets from the original joke the more people see it as the truth that's the issue yeah um there is one thing i just want to talk about depression anxiety i don't think from like seeing and just reading on it that tablets are permanent solution and medication is a permanent solution no i think with mental health like i think with depression you have to keep going back if you're medication isn't working properly because they have to keep changing the dosages and stuff like that they do yeah because it's not a like there's no be end all and fix it all solution to it i think there's i think it's just kind of a work like it it's so specific to everyone like well each individual person that you have you can't like cater it to like this broad you can build like signs and spot like things but then the medication and stuff like that has to be very specific to that person and you have to kind of tweak it and you can't just oh this thing your body's like your levels of testosterone and stuff like might affect it you're it's a very difficult thing to fix yeah Yeah, it's It's not not easy like there's not like a pill that will just work for everyone it and i think an issue with it is the only way you can really fix it is by making yourself you not depressed to. in a way. Yeah, you have to like want to not be depressed, but to want to not be depressed, you kind of well, not the thing depressed. Is with depression, you kind of it's a hard thing. You. It's like a vicious circle; you can't get out of it. Yeah, like, like you're constantly I imagine struggling like you, to think. You feel like you you can't get fixed now. Like you feel like there is no solution. 
And as many yeah. times as people say there's a solution, you just don't believe it because you're depressed. Yeah, because and it literally stops you from believing that you can. Yeah, and you get stuck in this vicious circle, and it's a lot harder to break out of it. And also, if your if your friends notice and you like, they notice that you're depressed, like have signs of depression, and then try and talk to you about it, and you go, "No, I don't worry about it. I'm not depressed." Or, "Yeah, I probably am, but I'm not gonna move past it." And then you don't actually want to seek it out because you don't want the answer to if you're depressed yeah then you think oh shit now i have to deal with being depressed <laughs> there's that whole debacle yeah it is it's a really sucky thing really it has to happen and i don't except i don't think it's helped by social standards and i don't i disagree that it is caused by self-inflicted I, I, I don't think that's true no i think a lot of it is caused mostly by overstimulation of specific things yeah and just day to day like even with any I, I think people can just get depressed without having anything bad happen well like you could if you, you get stuck in a routine best... like let's yeah. imagine like, you get have the best job ever right but you do it the same thing every single day i'm sure that would result in depression at some point because like celebrities who yeah like, have like the funnest job in the world probably can still get depression because it's just overwhelming sometimes yeah it's just the world we live in and thinking like, no about... one is immune to being depressed like you can just suddenly become depressed it's just brain chemicals and there's so many other outworld influences like climate change and possible nuclear war yeah like I imagine COVID caused a lot of people depressed because of self-isolation and you can't talk to people as much. Like yeah, people who are very like... actively social probably became very self-isolated or people who weren't actively social who then also almost immediately lost all of their social circle probably became very like influenced by depression because it's just like, well, I used to have this one outlet of talking to people like very small as it was, but now that's not happening. I'm not going to see those people even as infrequently as I, i'm just not at all now going to see them like you're just sat at home doing nothing or you're continuing to feed into the cycle of depression because you're not actively going out the best thing i think you can do is just go do something to distract yourself like you just actively go out but depression causes you not to want to yeah <laughs> like, and i think another problem with just distractions it, it doesn't fix it it just hides it once again it's like the medication no 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 but it's like it's it's the going out and hanging out with friends that yes sort of thing. i think like like if you're just going and doing stuff on your own, yeah, that's not going to fix it because you're not. But you're like actively, like you could go talk to people. You're actually getting new information. You can actually, if you, if your friends are actually good people and they listen to you about your depression, like they can actually help you through it. Like treat you normally and maybe don't treat you like. But then understand that oh, I don't want to hang out or like I, I'm. This is why I'm not hanging out as much. It's not a personal thing against you. It's like communication is the issue. But it's like people always assume the worst yeah that's so true yeah by the way we're not mental health experts so we're not if you are suffering from depression <laughs> please go and seek professional help yeah so there are many charities and many people who can help you if you're feeling down in the dumps or just need someone to talk to yeah and maybe you want to talk to us you can just talk to us on tfp pod or I the get my phone tomorrow? i don't what would you say apparently i can get my phone tomorrow apparently like oh, even... early. oh right that's so cool no yeah if, if you need to talk to anyone just Talk to your friends, family. Sorry, I'm buying a Fold 4. <laughs> yeah. I got distracted because it's coming tomorrow, apparently. Oh, I can see it. Like that's so a cool. a week early. Yeah. Well, I look forward to seeing it. Well, everyone knows that's actually true. It's weird. Sorry, that's a that's a that's such a swerve from mental depression. It is. It? I'm getting a foldable phone. Talking about mental depression, the original Star Wars trilogy should be remade. No. 
I think I, I mean, would be George depressed. Lucas already remade most of it anyway, because he wanted to put CGI on it, so it's already been remade. <laughs> yeah. So the the person wrote the originals were great for their time, and it's time to remake them with prequel actors returning and better sequel effects or special effects. No. Line up continuity, fix the plot holes, remove Harrison Ford with someone who actually wants to be there. No. I like Harrison Ford hating Star Wars. It's quite funny. Yeah. It's great. Like, not everyone... In, like, Alec Guinness hated Star Wars, and he's Obi-Wan Kenobi in the originals, and he hated it, because he thought it was beneath him. He only did it for a paycheck. Which I respect. Yeah, like, I think Star Wars is good. I think the originals, like, they're a timepiece. That this is what blew people's mind. This is what... You can now see the progression. If you keep remastering everything and making it, like, constantly new, you lose all of that. Like, if you go... It's like people, you know, when people that, um, do you remember the Jesus painting where someone like retouched it up and then made it absolutely atrocious? No, I don't remember that. Ah, uh, there was like a, this, um, like, I think it was in Spain or something. And they asked this lady who had like, they thought had done painting for years to like touch up an old historical picture of Jesus. And then, um, when they got it back, it was just like the worst picture. I'll try and find it. Um. The, yeah, the, the... honestly, I think Star Wars is awful. <laughs> That's an unpopular opinion. Like, like uh, honestly, I think Star Wars for the time is great. I think the fan base is what makes Star Wars horrible. <laughs> because yeah, people can watched... just let it go. When I watched, I've not actually seen any Star Wars film that I think is actually good. There's not a single that... one. But I think that's just because you have expectations and they will never live up to what the expectations are. That might well be, but at the same time, it's still bad. <laughs> like, the st- the original story, it just seems so backward to me. Mind you, I'm not a great fan of sci-fi films, to be honest with you. Yeah, if you just type up fucked up Jesus painting, it's the first thing that comes up. Definitely. Oh, really? That 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 is that bad? Yeah. Uh, ruined a fresco of Jesus. Sorry, there's um, some dead air whilst Dan uh, Googles a picture of fucked up Surely Jesus. the dead air is going to be cut out. Maybe. maybe. Do I'll... you not edit it out? Maybe. Maybe not. You oh, you disappoint me. Oh, Damn, dear, that is bad. Yeah. Why is it so bad? Because she wasn't actually a painter. They just <laughs> gave it... Like, they thought she was, and then she said yes, and then I think... Like, they paid for that. <laughs> they did. Um... But yeah, if you look, if you want to know what we're looking up, Google fucked up Jesus painting, and it's the first thing on Google Images. Yeah, it's not good. It's actually... <laughs> That's so bad. Why does it look like... A cartoon character. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. But yeah, uh, what was the question again? Uh, Star Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars. I think Star Wars is fine. I think I think Star Wars has just run its course in the way that it kind of is so ingrained in pop culture that it will just never live up to people's expectations unless they are going in completely blind and watch it from the beginning as a child. Because that's what Star Wars is. It's for children. Yeah. George Lucas has said many, many times it was for children. And yeah, it's got some dark scenes in it. But like, so does most. Like, Bambi gets, mum gets shot in Disney's Bambi. So like, kids films can have fucked up shit in it. Just because it's got some fucked up shit in it doesn't mean that it's not a kids movie. Are you like me and get a bit fed up of all these franchise films now? Because I definitely feel like exhausted from watching that. I think if they contain the quality then I'm fine with it. It's just that they kind of rest on the laurels of the property. Like, I hate Star Wars because so much of Star Wars content is just look at this thing from Star Wars. And I was oh, always yeah, like, Marvel, yeah. was, Marvel, Marvel was kind of doing that, but it was kind of fresher because it was just stuff from comics. But now they're referencing their own 
movies and TV shows and it's getting a kind of grating. I think Marvel still has a nicer balance than Star Wars, but I, I think mean, Star Wars is... That's not hard to do. That is quite... <laughs> That's just the basics of any franchise ever. Yeah, but I I think Star Wars is just... I think the problem is that they hire people who like Star Wars. I think they need to hire people who don't like Star Wars. Maybe, maybe that's what they need. Because I think the thing is, the I think the, ca- the person who's doing Cassian Andor, or whatever that Andor thing is, apparently came out and said, yeah, I don't have a big love for the Star Wars movies and the TV shows. I just kind of took the job because I wanted to make something interesting. And I was like... <gasps> Oh my god, it might actually be good then. Because it might Maybe. not actually be all just Star Wars jerk bait. Or Star Wars... Um, There's also multiple form. episodes, so they might... Yeah, they might be able to flesh out the characters. Flesh out the characters Although, and it might not feel so rushed. They might make it really, really long and boring. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, I think if... I'm not going to watch Andor, anyway. But if it actually is interesting... I'll and, see how Andor is. I'm gonna and gets it. good reviews and gets good opinions, then Daredevil might be all right. Mm. Hey, What's her. the next controversial thing, Dan? Having strippers, more. having strippers at bachelor or bachelorette party is outright cheating. Or stag on henlight in the UK. I think it's kind of sad. <laughs> I don't think it's cheating unless you fuck for, like... I mean, like, isn't it just, like... I think it's sad for a bunch of men to go watch a woman strip in front of them. I think it's just sad. Yeah, I I don't think I don't think it's a cool thing to do. No, like I've never thought of it. And every time people like, I know people who are like, I love strippers. I'm like, okay, what do you love about it? I get to see there's the internet. Yeah, don't need to go and sit in a room full of other men jerk like secretly wanting to jerk off with hard ons watching a woman strip on a pole. I think it's sexy in person. Where it's just you and your girlfriend, like, having fun. Oh, yeah, that, that could, be, could fun. be cool. Like, a strip tease is fun, but to go to a strip club or have your mates there whilst you watch a stripper is incredibly just weird. <laughs> Unless <laughs> you're a fan of the art. Yeah, but, like, why would you... Like, no when man I, has um, ever done... I want to tell very quick story. When I went to the Freshers' Fair, when I joined university, as soon as I walked in, there's a girl stripping. On a strip tour, not stripping, but she was, like, in just in a bikini and, like, a, a pole dancing. Fair enough. Yeah, and I was like, okay, this is a bit weird. Yeah, I just don't think it's a. I just. I, I look honestly, if people enjoy it, then yeah. Fuck yeah, it, yeah pole dancing is quite impressive, to be fair. Yeah, like I think I like the idea of it. <laughs> I don't know if I. I would never be able to do it. I also never realized that the pole spins, not the person, for years. Yeah, <laughs> you always saw it as a person. Well, yeah, I thought, oh, that's co- that makes it more impressive if it wasn't the pole spinning. But, like, I always went... It also makes it to... physically impossible. Yeah, but that's <laughs> why it was cool. But my little stupid brain at, like, 10 years old was like, oh, they're doing it. Yeah. yeah it, makes, you know, you know. it makes sense in my head now that, yeah, the pole spins and it's not them spinning. But I thought it was just, like, oil or shit like that. I was just like, oh, cool. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you have to have like great muscle strength to do that. To be fair, but yeah, yeah. I don't think it is cheating though. I don't... It's also a great workout for women or oh, or men. Or men it could be men too. Yeah, I think men's egos isn't gonna allow them to strip <laughs> or do the pole. Yeah, oh, there are there are like classes so for to women do. to do like pole dancing. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Just just you have to have such a good like physique to do that. Like you have to yeah. have so much core strength. Yeah, it's very impressive. Like the amount, I'm pretty like, sure I would fall off immediately. It's like literally people be on do the um, circus uh, acrobats and stuff. Like you need like the the core strength that you need in your muscles is like insane. What's the next one, Dan? 
uh, very quickly, I just want to say, someone commented, um, this is because they see the wedding at the end of their freedom and happiness, which kind of explains how most managers are either unhappy or end with divorce. Oh, what, having a stripper? Yeah, if you want a stripper at your... Well, I don't think... I think most grooms wouldn't have a stripper given the circumstances. I think nowadays, anyway. But I think most Like, marriage friends, is different nowadays. I think friends kind of go, oh, yeah, well, you're fucking tying the chain. We want to see a woman strip in front of us because we're all probably still single yeah that's probably true like i think any i think most of it's just like the single people like i don't want a stripper for my wedding if i ever get married like i'm gonna state that (laughs) right now right here i don't want a stripper if you get me a stripper i'm just gonna walk away and not do it because i just don't think it's anything interesting i don't want to go to a strip club with my mates and watch a woman take off her clothes i will do that in the safety of my own home on my own <laughs> on the sofa my friends are sleeping on <laughs> no, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> i used to be worried <laughs> nah it's fine yeah it's calm it's calm all right final one food sensory issues sounds like an excuse for a grown person acting like a child towards food 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 what food sensory issues so like you have an intolerance to food or whatever uh no i'll disagree with this one because i have a real hatred of fish and it is the texture and the smell that throws me and i hate it yeah i'm just gonna agree it's like okay so here we go this is how he how he's clarified it someone said paraphrased i have food sensory issue and my list of safe foods and small almost exclusively available from the kids menu um i really felt some kind of way that without any further context i really feel that that's a made-up disease for picky eaters who need an excuse to avoid growing up yeah there was a woman who could only eat french fries and like anything else made her like gag and there was uh, they tried to like wean her off it by like making her eat carrots and she literally threw a gigantic fit and like gagged and shit because she was eating carrots and she was like this doesn't taste right or I think they gave her, like, a sweet potato. And she was like, no, this isn't real French fries. And I was like, sweet potato fries are nicer. Oh, sweet potato fries are fantastic. They're so good. Well, okay, I'm not talking like about sweet that. Potato fries. I never used to like... I never knew, I never used to get sweet potato fries. And then I actually had sweet potato. And then I didn't realize that was sweet potato. And I was always just like, that's really good. And then I never knew what it was. And then I was just like, oh, sweet potato fries. I'll try that. And then I had them and I was like, oh, that tastes like that thing I really enjoyed. Yeah, I think... With regard to these sensory issues or whatever, there is two components to it, I, I do believe. I think there is a mental component where yeah. I think your gag reflects fish. That is more likely mental. Yes. But I, there is a DNA factor to it as well. Yeah, I do think people have like genetics that does stop them. Like I wouldn't say that's about growing censored. up, though. Like If you just don't like the texture of something, you just don't like it. It's not about growing I up. I will admit that our friend who doesn't eat anything <laughs> like vegetable wise i'm like no okay, vegetables yeah. he'll eat like, fruit though he'll eat fruit yeah he'll eat but potato i have i there is some things that i am a little bit picky i wouldn't say it's not growing up though i just i I'm just very picky though. i'm not gonna lie i'm a very picky eater I'm, I'm actually more willing to try new things but there is like a small bag of things i, I won't have for example fish stuff I, I won't try most new fish stuff things i don't really I like never, because i i it took me a long while before i even tried octopus and octopus is all right because you actually tried like octopus chicken. i am not I'm trying tried. octopus no octopus is good it tastes like chicken it has tentacles so no get away from me oh yeah i forget about your fear of tentacles <laughs> get the hell away from me same as mushrooms as well i used to hate mushroom and then i kind of got over that 
No, but I'm I'm always just got a fear of mushrooms. Like I won't touch a mushroom. Mm. I won't pick it. Yeah, up. But I I used to never like mu- I never used to like onion either. No, but but onions I just... do taste. I love onions actually. That's so yeah, good. Yeah, but I never used to. I was like every time there was. I think like, I never used to like them. The thing is, I've also gotten like over the um gherking in the McDonald's burger and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I always use I always I sometimes I still do tend to pick it out, but I do just if I'm just lazy, I do just bite into it and I just don't care anymore. I still yeah. hate the taste and the texture, but I'm just like I'm just lazy now. I'm just like ah, oh. it doesn't kill me and I don't like it, but I'm I'm too lazy to pick it out now. Yeah, because I, I, I like gherkins, but. I... I don't think they belong in a burger. I just or they pickles. Just... Is it pickles in America? It's pickles in America, yeah. Because it's yeah, a yeah. it's a cucumber and pickle juice. Yeah. But and over here we call it a gherkin because that's what the name of the, the cucumber is. It's a gherkin. Like gherkin or gherkins. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so oh, I just I want to clarify. I have actually, I have had a DNA test for food I'm intolerant to. Nice. Not allergic, just intolerant. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's gonna kill me. It's just I'm, it may dairy cause. Intolerant. I have I have dairy intolerance apparently, and uh, our friend used to have dairy intolerance. Got over it. Um, mine is it just makes me feel sick. Yeah. Um, I usually put up with it though, to be honest with you, because I really like milk. I like the taste of it. I like the taste of cheese. So I just kind of deal with it. Yeah, that's what that's what our fr- uh, our friend did. They just basically just continued to eat it, and then they just basically got over it. So they're not dairy intolerant anymore. Yeah, really it's basically the same you. thing. So yeah. you, you can, get, I think you can get over some things if you're intolerant. If you're actually allergic to something, no, that is quite bad. That's not being yeah, like peanuts. Can't yeah, force like, a peanut. You're a child for being allergic to peanuts. It still amazes me that airports like do peanuts like in the on the plane. Yeah, it's <laughs> do kind they of still weird, do that? I don't know. I've not been to an airport for a long time. I think they still serve peanuts on the plane, which like you'd gotta be aware that there's. Someone with a peanut allergy, because some people are like super allergic that even if like they're within like very close proximity of like just dust of a peanut, they'll get like flares. I'm not allowed to eat nuts in shared areas at work. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there is anyone at my workplace who eats nuts, so or like is allergic to nuts, not eats nuts, because I'm sure people eat nuts all the time. I just don't notice. But I would, I'm sure there'd be a, people would they'd be aware and they'd put up signs if someone was working there who was allergic to nuts. Yeah. I think some people were just picky eaters, but like, so what? Like, I also think there's a difference between... I need to think of a way of saying this. I never used to like trying new things. And I I would say I didn't like without trying it. And to be fair, there's still an extent to some things now. It's like when you go to a restaurant, you're always going to pick the thing that you know is good to eat. Yeah, because you don't want to waste your money, right? To, yeah, because people will go buy a burger because they know that they're going to like a burger. That you can't fuck up a burger. But Whereas if you go and try like, oh, I'm going to try this new menu item. Yeah, maybe I'll do it. But like, I don't know if it's going to be any good. So for, for example, today, I've never actually had blue cheese before, but I know it smells bad, so I don't want to eat it. <laughs> no, I don't like blue cheese. Blue cheese is gross. Um, so yeah, I went to play golf today. And... The, the part of the package deal was I had a main course afterwards, and there wasn't really anything on the burger on the menu I particularly like, so I had a burger instead. Mm. But on the it burger, had it. it had like a Welsh blue cheese, which I've never had before. I don't know what the difference is from blue and Welsh. No, no, it, it, no, I'm not a cheese connoisseur. I know blue cheese is just a a type of cheese. Yeah, it's just an overall type. There's multiple different types of blue cheese. You have got Stilton stuff like that. I think there was like a yeah. Welsh name to this one. I've never had it before, and. I don't like the smell of it. I didn't want to eat it. However, I was like, do you know what? I can't be picky here. I just need to... It was a fairly kind of up-end place. I, they also had mayonnaise mustard on there. And I don't like mayonnaise. And I was like, I want to pick this off. But 
I don't want to seem rude, so I'm just going to try it for once. Mm. And it was all right. <laughs> Best I can say, it was all right. wasn't really my thing, but at the same time, I'm sort of glad I tried it. And I've, yeah. I've come to the conclusion that if you try new things, at least for me now, I'm more accepting of things I don't like. <laughs> That's the moral of the story there. I think it's good to try something, but if you don't like it, then there's no harm in saying you don't like it. Um, yeah. And then if you... like. People's taste buds do change over time because that's true. It's so true. So like you could be like really intolerant to something, and then years down the line, your taste buds have changed so that you just try it and go, oh yeah. Also like women pregnancy cravings will try the weirdest shit, and it might look disgusting, but it might taste nice in that time because your taste buds are going through changes because you're having a baby. <laughs> so like the oh yeah, the weird food cravings. Weird. Yeah, I think my yeah. mum used to crave ice. Oh, so then, weirdly enough, I like eating ice. <laughs> Yeah. That's kind of weird. Well, I wonder we... actually if there's a genetic component to that. Like, the cravings you have, does your child like? Maybe. Maybe that's why people who smoke have smoker babies. Maybe. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's not a social thing. No. Why is smoking a social thing? It's such a lame thing to do. It just it seems a social thing to do. You get, people get peer pressure into it. Say, oh, I was only a smoke. Just do it once. Mm. And then you do it once and you're hooked straight away because it's nicotine. Controversial opinion. Smoking is lame. That's not controversial. I'm pretty sure majority of people who don't smoke will agree. Oh, yeah. But it's controversial among smokers, and I want to get in with those group of people because they're so cool. They have leather jackets, and they smoke, and they're like old Western cowboys. Oh. In this day and age, I don't understand why anyone would take up smoking. I cannot understand it or fathom it. I understand uh, it's hard to quit, but why would you take up it? Because you're edgy and cool. And or you just don't, don't care. the rules of society and want to pay the government hundreds of thousands of pounds every year it really pisses me off when you hear about these people who are on benefits and then just smoke like oh, you, yeah. if you're smoking and they're on paying benefits, back their benefits though <laughs> i suppose in one way but yes yeah, it's, it's annoying it though. it's government. so annoying like, why are you smoking on, on benefits it's so expensive you're mm. paying my money and then you complain you don't have enough money shut up i'm gonna rant out and beat them up you're the reason why I pay like five grand tax a year. You paying five grand in tax? It's not far off that. <laughs> well, the, not tax on national insurance. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I think most of my paycheck is. Yeah. Yeah, it's when we see when you get a tax. bonus. You get a bonus yeah, from work, and thirty three percent go away, and you're like. <sighs> yeah, I don't think your bonus should be affected by taxes. It's, I think it is I harsh, guess, but yeah. But I think that if they did that, then so many companies would just be paying their um CEOs and shit bonuses without taxes i think employees company managers should be (laughs) taxed because they're earning way more and they're not doing anything but anyway i think that's the episode over with do we wrap us up yeah uh we hope you enjoyed i hope our opinions weren't too controversial for you even though we got them off the internet and they weren't actually ours but then we actually voiced ours there you go yeah um check out our other ones we're taking a break from tfe so if you don't see an episode on monday that's why um next week's episode is something to do with marvel i imagine um last week's was bullet train very good oh yes it's a fan that we might be watching it again this weekend potentially yeah depends on if people want to go see nope or not oh yeah next week is what is it like to live in the mcu there you go what is it like might be controversial maybe maybe but yeah that's the episode we hope you enjoyed we'll see you next week and we love you bye bye dan didn't say it because he doesn't love you